0: Hi, I'm Molly Barrows, and I've been reporting on some of the saltier stories that surface in Northwest Florida for more than 20 years. Welcome to my investigative series, Gulf Coast Confidential. Going to the dentist already makes some people nervous. The tools, the teeth, the noise, it can set some folks on edge. While the logistics of treatment literally puts patients in a vulnerable position, lying in a dental chair with mouth wide open and looking up at this doctor who has power over your body and your well-being, well, thankfully, most dental procedures go off without a hitch and patients are better off for the visit. But that hasn't been the case, some say, for many in Pensacola who say one local dentist has abused, terrified, and terrorized them for years. This is Arm to the Teeth. I'm investigative journalist Molly Barrows. For years, I've covered the stories that made headlines in Northwest Florida and all along the Gulf Coast. Murders. Missing persons. And mysteries of all kinds. These cases are far from over for many victims because the full story has yet to surface. Join me for Gulf Coast Confidential where I dive into the saltier side of the South and expose the lies, greed, and corruption that often weighs down the truth. It's time to turn the tide and get a shot at justice. On May 24, 2022, Caroline West was preparing tools for an operation at Stamatolis Dental Center in Pensacola. She'd been a patient of Dr. Charles Stamatolis prior to working for him, and this was the 20-year-old woman's first real job in the professional working world. When she had trouble with one of the tools and wanted to know how it worked, she asked her boss for help, and she got a crude reply. Escambia Sheriff's Deputy T. Young wrote in his arrest report, quote, West said Stamatola's commented on how the tools go in and out and that he is very good at going in and out, end quote. The comment made her uncomfortable, but what came next made her even more so. She told deputies the 65-year-old man then grabbed her by the arm, hit her on her butt with an open hand and hugged her. She finished her day at work without further incident, but more was in store for West the next day. The arrest report said, quote, Wes stated she was helping clean the bathroom when Stamatolis walked in the bathroom while she was in front of the sink in the mirror and shut the door. Wes stated once Stamatolis shut the door, he hugged her from behind and kissed her on the back of her head and then told her to now do it to him, End quote. West Wes told the deputy she pulled away and ran out of the bathroom. She called her mom to come pick her up at the dental office and decided to do something other victims have said they were too afraid to do, file charges against him. Escambia County Sheriff's deputies charged Stamatolis with battery over the incident, and since then, many more victims have come forward. One of them is Laura Creighton, a woman who worked for Stamatolis for a short time several years earlier, and she left over the same allegations of inappropriate touching and sexual harassment. Creighton has reported her case to authorities and retained counsel but at first she was afraid to use her real name out of fear Stamatolis would hurt her or her family for speaking out. She did later testify at West's trial. Creighton said of Stamatolis, quote, "'In the very beginning, we really hit it off, "'and I thought in the interview "'we were going to have a professional relationship "'like you would with a doctor. "'Well, then it started getting really weird "'within the first week. "'He would bring coffees for everyone, "'but he would drink out of everybody's drink. "'He would tell you, you need to go get your hair done.' Here's $100. I want it blonde. And I'm like, what's going on? This is so weird. The red flags were starting to raise within the first week, end quote. Laura Creighton said the problems only got worse. Creighton said, quote, there were many times he would take me into his office and make me uncomfortable by trying to kiss me, touching me, grabbing my hand and putting it on him. He would call me at two o'clock in the morning, rambling on about dentistry and how he was the god of dentistry. It got to the point where I hated to come to work, and I would no longer come in early. I had codes with all the other dental assistants where we would never be left alone with him. We would have a coded message that we would call out on our headpiece that means, you find me wherever I am because I'm uncomfortable. Because he wouldn't wear his headset, but everybody else had to, except for his wife. He would always try to lure me to stay late, and I would tell him, I've got to go, I've got my baby, whatever I had to do to get out of there, end quote. A single mom, Creighton, was separated from her husband at the time. She felt alone and said she was afraid to report her boss because she needed the job and was fearful of his reaction if she did. She said, quote, He makes it known that if you go against him and tell anyone, he will send the mafia after you. You'll never work in dentistry again. He'll ruin you. I mean, he threatens you. And his wife knows everything that goes on. She works in the office, but she turns the other cheek. People would tell her, but she's like, Oh, you're all lying. Within weeks of starting her position with Stamatolis, Laura Creighton started applying for other jobs, but she remained vigilant, never to be alone with him. She said there are cameras in his office, but that he knew exactly where the blind spots were in the building, and that one day he tried to corner her at a location where there was no camera in a small room upstairs. Quote, he's telling me, he's like, come in here and look, we can open up all this space, she said. And I'm standing back and he's looking back at me saying, come here, come here. I'm not touching you. There's nothing wrong. I'm not touching you. He's telling me, why are you fucking scared of me? I'm not touching you. And he goes on to talk about how the competence of a man is when he gets bigger. And I call him by name and I'm like, no, doc, no, doc. And he's like, quit fucking walking away. And he's cussing me and telling me to come back. And he goes on to talk about how the competence of a man and how I make him grow big. And then he next unzips his scrub pants. And then I ran down the stairs, end quote. Creighton said she found another job and quit not too long after that incident and did her best just to forget about all of her experiences until Caroline West came forward earlier this year and reported him. That's when Creighton decided to turn over evidence she has of that upstairs encounter to the Escambia Sheriff's Office. She told me she has buried it, along with her memories of the incident, but felt she needed to come forward to help protect other women and is only sorry she didn't do it sooner. Creighton said, quote, As a woman, I consider myself strong. I've never felt like a victim. I've never felt like women are treated less than until then. It was really hard for me to admit and say I wasn't strong enough to do it for myself. I felt like I'd been alone. I was the only one this was happening to. Nobody's going to believe me. How would I be able to keep a job? This is the only thing I know how to do. I wasn't strong enough to do it for myself, but you mess with a child? Caroline is 20 years old. You don't know anything about life. This was her first big girl job, and now she thinks this is how it's supposed to be? This is not okay. I just wish I was strong enough to come forward a long time ago, and maybe girls like Caroline wouldn't be in this position, End quote. The allegations from patients and employees of 65-year-old Dr. Charles Stamatolis span decades and range from rape and inappropriate touching to stalking and intimidation, as well as bad medical treatment and financial misdealings. In 1995, the Georgia Board of Dentistry revoked his license to practice dentistry for standard of care violations that occurred while he was already on probation for similar complaints. In 1990, his license had been suspended for a month, followed by two years probation. By the mid-1990s, Stamatolis was focusing on his practice in Florida, but he also got in trouble with the Florida Board of Dentistry in 1997 for not reporting that his license was revoked in Georgia and had also been suspended. The board retroactively suspended his license for two years in 1999. His license was put on probation by the board in 2005 over a charge of grand theft filed against him in St. Johns County, Florida. Police say he stole an expensive bicycle at a resort, but Stamatolis pleaded no contest. The board wrote in the complaint against Stamatolis, quote, In order to practice dentistry, the individual should possess good moral character. Through his crime, Stamatolis has revealed lack of moral character, a sense of dishonesty, and a disregard for the law, characteristics that are in direct conflict with good moral character, and which cast serious doubt on his ability to practice dentistry. In 2013, his license was again suspended for a year for poor care he gave an 82-year-old patient. The Florida Board of Dentistry said he treated teeth that didn't need it, performed an unnecessary root canal, and billed for procedures that were never provided. His work caused the patient to suffer bone loss in her jaw and a lot of pain. In 2019, he faced another complaint from the board and was fined for a 2016 incident where they say he sheared off a patient's tooth that he should have extracted. Over the past two decades, Stamatolis and his wife, Faye, have also been sued a number of times by local businesses trying to recover payment for work done at the couple's office and by tenants of their rental properties for failing to return deposits. According to records with the Escambia Clerk of Court, an alleged battery victim also had trouble collecting the $474,000 settlement she won against Stamatolis for damages over his inappropriate sexual behavior when she worked for him in 2003. She filed criminal charges at the time, but he was acquitted of battery in 2005. Another former employee also filed a civil complaint against Stamatolis in 2004 over his inappropriate sexual touching and lost wages, which she settled for $27,000. Now, in 2003 and 2005, the Escambia Sheriff's Office says he was also a suspect in two other battery cases, as well as a sexual battery case in 2007, but that there wasn't enough evidence to bring charges. In June of 2022, the Florida Department of Health issued an emergency order restricting stamatolis to seeing male patients only. Since Caroline West came forward, more alleged victims have reported similar allegations, and so far, 17 battery reports have been filed. Only five of those resulted in charges because in most of the cases, the two-year statute of limitations had passed. However, the reports reveal a consistent pattern of complaints leaving many to wonder just how has he gotten away with these alleged crimes for so long? Some victims say they were too afraid to come forward before now because they say they were dealing with a man who called himself a quote-unquote God and carried himself and firearms like he was untouchable, above the law. Behavior, they say, only seemed to be getting worse in recent months. A patient of Stamatolis, Jerry Jones, also reported her doctor of two years for frightening sexually inappropriate behavior. The Pretty Blonde told deputies he came on to her so strongly and persistently in his office, she was afraid she was going to be raped. She said she already thought it was strange. He had called her late at night after she had a tooth removed in March and that he had seemed quote-unquote hyper, but his behavior in the office a couple of months later terrified her. No matter how much she resisted, she said, he repeatedly touched and complimented her, stroked her lips with his finger, and asked about her sex life, promising that he could, quote, satisfy her, he was like a god, end quote. former employee, Laura Creighton, also said he told her he was a, quote-unquote, god of dentistry. And another former employee, we'll call her Karen, she doesn't want to use her name out of fear of retribution, said one morning he bought breakfast for the staff, taquitos from McDonald's, that he swung back and forth like it was his private part and told them no one can, quote-unquote, fuck good like a Greek man can. Karen has also hired an attorney and is talking with authorities. She worked for Stamatolis over several years and said he was often inappropriate with staff and patients, but that she stayed because she was facing challenges in her personal life and she needed the good-paying job. She said it wasn't just touching, grazing, or grabbing them, but that he also regularly made sexual inferences in conversation, like quote-unquote drilling patients or using sexual terms to talk about dental equipment. Like Laura Creighton, she also said he regularly gave them $100 to get their hair and nails done like he liked. Laura and Karen also thought his behavior seemed hyper and even erratic at times. Karen said, quote, I've been there when he was falling asleep on top of patients, like he would just be doing dental work and he would be falling asleep during the procedure, end quote. Several of the victims who have come forward reported not only disturbing sexual behavior and inappropriate touching, but they believe they were knocked out with gas and wonder what happened while they were out. According to police reports, Stamatola's staff said he rubbed, touched, and kissed patients and employees as far back as 2003, and some of the incidents occurred while patients were being treated with nitrous oxide. More recently, deputies reported that one victim told them that in July of 2022, Stamatolis used gas on her because she was a little nervous, but he used too much for too long, causing her to become foggy and unable to recover or quote-unquote remember stuff that occurred during and after the procedure. The deputy stated, quote, The victim stated her face was swollen and distorted for a long time and was even told by one of Stamatolis' assistants, who assisted with her procedure, that Stamatolis used more gas than he needed to and for much longer than needed or required to do the procedure. End quote. The woman went on to say that she's continued to have memory problems since the visit. She also told investigators that she would press charges if it helps other victims of Stamatolis. In July of 2022, another patient also reported inappropriate comments and touching from Stamatolis as well as concerns about his use of gas. This woman said he used it on her in November of 2018 for a crown procedure and she didn't remember anything in particular other than Stamatolis was in her personal space and she felt very uncomfortable. She said he used gas on her again in December of 2021 when she was getting another crown. The report said, quote, she remembers that when she woke up, Stamatolis was rubbing her bottom lip with his thumb. The victim stated it didn't feel like he was rubbing something off of her lip. It just made her feel very uncomfortable, end quote. She told the deputy the experience had given her anxiety about going to the dentist, and while she knows she may not be able to press charges, she wanted to report the incidents to, quote, help other women coming forward with the same issues and incidents with Stamatolis, end quote. Both Creighton and Karen said Stamatolis had dramatic emotional ups and downs and that he would sometimes yell at the staff if he was unhappy with them or anyone else. They also said he carried guns on him as well as in the trunk of his car. In November of 2016, an Escambia sheriff's deputy arrested Charles Stamatolis for obstruction of justice without violence. The incident happened at a Pensacola car dealership where Stamatolis had been trespassed and told not to come back after a manager reported that, quote, on previous occasions, Stamatolis had been on the property and displayed firearms out of the trunk of a vehicle, end quote, the deputy reported. The same manager had told Stamatolis not to come back to the car dealership, and when she saw him back on the property that day, she called the sheriff's office. The deputy reports that Stamatolis saw him talking to the manager and began walking away when the officer approached him. The deputy told him to stop, and Stamatolis turned to face him, but he kept walking backward and said he was getting off the property and going to the sidewalk. The deputy again told him to stop, and again Stamatolis kept walking, at which time the officer began to run toward him. He said Stamatolis fled from him until he realized the deputy had caught him. The report stated, quote, due to his having just fled from me and the manager's statements that he had previously displayed weapons in a threatening manner, I attempted to detain him in handcuffs for the duration of the investigation, end quote. The report also said Stamatolis tried to pull away from being handcuffed and that the deputy then used a, quote unquote, hammerlock takedown, which was successful in getting him to the ground. Another officer came to assist in the arrest. Stamatolis' former employee, Karen, said the dentist came to work wound up about that incident. She remembered, quote, whenever he got kicked off of Sandy Sansing's property, and so he said body slammed to the ground because he was resisting arrest, he came into a meeting and put a gun on the table, and he said, if anyone wants to F with me, look what I got coming for them. And that same year, we had a Christmas party at his house, and he had guns all in his library. He had what looked like a long missile launcher on pronged stands on the floor, end quote. Laura Creighton also said Stamatolis carried a handgun on his belt loop and that other staff had reported seeing guns in the trunk of his car. She said he was strong, and at 6 foot 2 inches tall and 210 pounds, she believed he wasn't carrying a gun for a safety, but because she thought he liked to intimidate people. Creighton said, quote, It was never for his protection, because remember, he's a god. He's untouchable, and he works out so much, he's so fit, he can take on anyone, so he never really needed it for protection, end quote. The two women who formerly worked for Stamatolis aren't the only ones concerned about what he's capable of. Two people have petitioned the court for protection against him. Caroline West was granted a temporary restraining order in July of 2022 after petitioning for a temporary order for protection against stalking. A nurse who worked next door to Stamatolis' office also petitioned for a temporary order for protection against stalking in May, but she dropped the case in June after his arrest on battery charges. LaDonna Dapremont reported Stamatolis to Escambia Sheriff's deputies for stalking in May of 2022. She told the officer she had had ongoing issues of inappropriate behavior and comments from Charles Stamatolis. She had even had her boyfriend leave her business with her at the same time on the same day, and that's when they saw Stamatolis following them in his black Porsche. The deputy wrote, quote, Dappermont stated she and her boyfriend made several unnecessary turns in an attempt to evade Stamatolis. These turns and driving patterns indicated to Dappermont an ordinary person would not have been driving in an almost complete square and taking the same streets as she and her boyfriend. Dappermont stated it wasn't until they pulled onto the PSC campus that Stamatolis stopped following them. Laura Creighton, Karen, and a neighboring business owner all say Stamatolis had been targeting Dapremont for some time after she had talked to one of his employees about parking in her lot. They say his actions included doing donuts in his car in her parking lot, standing in front of her window and watching people as they went inside, as well as walking inside her business and videoing her while she was with patients. The same neighboring business owner said Stamatolis also once threw away patient files in a dumpster behind his business, which they reported to authorities. He did not want to be named because he said Stamatolis is a quote-unquote strange cat. There are other police reports about Stamatolis. In June of 2022, a deputy was dispatched to a gas station where Stamatolis had parked his black Bentley at the gas pumps. The complainant stated that they could hear the dentist speaking very loudly about quote-unquote skipping bail and heading to Tampa, Florida. Stamatolis told the deputy his car battery was dead and he couldn't get a tow truck. The deputy wrote, quote, Stamatolis then stated that he would like to leave a message on my body camera for Sheriff Chip Simmons to hopefully see. Hey, Chip, I don't dislike you, man. I gave you money last year, but you got to change that one, end quote. The officer reported he uploaded the video to the sheriff's office server. Deputies also received reports from a local dentist, Walter Biggs, about Stamatolis. Biggs told law enforcement that he had known him since they were kids and they had once been friends. However, due to Stamitolis' behavior over the years, they were no longer in touch. Biggs said he had been in touch, though, with the Florida Board of Dentistry about Stamatolis. In light of the recent charges and his quote-unquote erratic behavior over the years, Biggs told the deputy he believes Stamatolis needed his license to practice dentistry revoked. After Biggs contacted the board, Stamatolis went to his office on June 23, 2022, clutching some papers and asking to see his quote-unquote friend Biggs. However, Biggs told deputies he was on vacation and his staff called police because of Stamatolis' erratic behavior at the office. Biggs said another local dentist, Kim Jernigan, had also been in touch with the Florida Board of Dentistry about Stamatolis and that Stamatolis had gone to Jernigan's office too. A few days later, the Jernigans came home to find all the lights on in their house on Pensacola Beach, something they didn't do. The report read, quote, this occurrence was worrisome to him because Stamatolis had mentioned to his office staff that he planned to go to the beach, end quote. Biggs said in May Stamatolis had also appeared at a marina where he had been working with a friend on a boat lift. Biggs and his friend, who also knew Stamatolis, said the dentist was behaving strangely and eventually the friend became uncomfortable because he said Stamatolis was quote-unquote invading his personal space. Some of Stamatolis' alleged victims also want to see him lose his license. They say the long-term effects of his actions have impacted them professionally and personally, and they're still fearful of him because he has gotten away with so much for so long, saying someone who doesn't fear reprisal can be dangerous. I called Stamatolis's attorneys, but they have not commented on his case. Stamatolis has denied the charges against him and has several upcoming court dates on his cases. The Florida Board of Dentistry refers media calls to the Florida Department of Health, which hasn't said much about the ongoing investigations. The victims say it is past time for Stamatolis to be held accountable. Laura Creighton said, quote, We want it to stop. We don't want anybody else to go through this. I want him to never be able to do this to another patient, another employee, or another woman again. And I'm scared to death that the judicial system is going to fail us, end quote. Stamatolis' first trial for battery against Caroline West ended in a mistrial over witness testimony, but he was convicted in October of 2022 when he was tried again and sentenced to nine months in jail. Later, in March of 2023, the state attorney's office decided not to prosecute Stamatolis on a third-degree felony battery charge for allegedly grabbing a 74-year-old woman's face and kissing her— Quote, the victim is satisfied with the sentences and results in other cases and matters and wishes to avoid the necessity of testifying, end quote, the court document states. For now, Stamatolis is in the Escambia County Jail on a $15,000 bond for violating his probation because he went to Mobile, Alabama, he said, to shop for a car for his wife, and he called it an emergency. We'll continue to follow this case. Thank you for joining me for Arm to the Teeth on Gulf Coast Confidential. You can find this and other stories in the series on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.